Hey, welcome to the official podcast of St. Luke Amy Church located in Garland, Texas. I am Pastor Amos St. John. And I am Pastor Jasmine St. John. We are the lead pastors of St. Luke Garland. And we're so excited that you have decided to listen to this podcast. Listen, we pray that the message you are about to hear will bless you right where you are. If you want to know any more information about our church, you can visit us at stlukegarland.org. Now, get ready for the word. Church family, let's just jump right into the word of the Lord this morning, uh, because I know that there is indeed a word. How many of you know that God is absolutely able to do just what he said he would do? I'm so thankful that God is absolutely still in control. So turn with me, if you would, to the 10th chapter of the book of Luke. And we're going to begin this morning reading verses 38 through 42. And I'm going to lift in your hearing the New King James Version. And it reads on this wise. Now it happened as they uh, went that they entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus's feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. And this third installment of our series, The Power of One, is entitled This One Thing. Come on, type in the comments with me. Go ahead and put some hearts and likes and type there, This One Thing. Come on, help me preach this morning. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your Holy Ghost power. We thank you for this word that's going to speak directly to where we are and what we need to hear in this season. So God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you open up our ears and you open up our hearts to receive this, your word this morning. And it's in Jesus name that I pray. Amen. Come on, this one thing. Admittedly, This week has been rough. Perhaps we thought when the clock struck midnight on December 31st, 2020, that the issues that we had in 2020 were going to stay in 2020. Not a mere six days into this new year, the nation was faced with riotous mob of insurrectionists that stormed the nation's capital. And over these last few days, we have heard more about what happened that Wednesday, January the 6th. And we're beginning to see the fallout as they examine what clearly did not happen that day in regards to security response. And what is in stark and very different contrast to the peaceful protests against police brutality this summer. It's been covered on every news channel locally and nationally and even internationally, as well as every social media outlet. It's the shock and awe of it 
for some, the rude awakening for others. And for some of us, this did not come as a surprise as hundreds of thousands of unchecked behavior aligned with deliberate misinformation came to rear its ugly head on our nation's capital. The disruption in our nation by way of a failed coup and insurrection has added itself to our already emotionally taxed mental state from working through and recovering from a global pandemic, from fighting for social justice and against systemic racism, from the rise in unemployment to the closing of businesses and closing of social gatherings in various sizes. While hospitals are overrun, out of control, wildfires are on our coasts, a near war with Iran, weather phenomena have taken place, hurricanes in season and out of season, tornadoes and snowstorms are happening all across our nation. And now the cleanup of the widespread false statements about our democratic process is taking place. Never mind our own busyness. I'm trying to remain healthy and active and maintaining our households and holding on to some semblance of faith and discipline and keeping it all together to do it again and again and day in and day out without human contact or interaction like we are used to. I mean, believe it or not, I'm preaching in an empty sanctuary. Who would have thought it the need for mental health leave and self-care has been on the rise, if not already at an all time high. Do I have any witnesses out there who are worshiping with me this morning? In other words, we already had issues before this. This is certainly not helping. Sometimes we fill ourselves with being too busy and coping and using other methods to cope with what is going on in our world. And as a nation that is dealing with so much back to back unrest and uneasiness, we can easily fall into our own way of coping. Every which way you turn, there is something that is pulling you from one thing to yet another thing that has to get done. Yet another person that needs to be cared for. Yet another issue that has to be resolved. And then to top it all off, the constant notifications from everything that is going on in our nation, the distant alerts from CNN and all of these networks you're getting every single morning, if that is you. This word is for you, for those of you who are finding yourself falling into this rhythm of being distracted from the norm, being inundated with the news, because we can all attest to there is always going to be something that's going to distract you. You're a distracted driver. Uh, You're distracted while you're on Zoom and pulling out other things during meetings. And you're distracted while you're even in church. We've become a just distracted society where value has been placed on how much we can get done versus our ability to focus. 
Society has placed a higher value on those who can multitask to the point where on any given resume, you see the words multitasker emboldened on it somewhere to emphasize just how much more valuable you would be to your potential employer uh, because you can get more things done at once. The thing is that multitasking doesn't end at work. We multitask at home. We we start dinner while adding in a load of laundry to the washer while taking a conference call and scheduling another virtual meetup through text. Uh, the way in which we get news and sports information these days emphasize that we have become a multitasking society. You can watch one football game on the television and be fully invested in that game and still see scores of other games and plays from other games during breaks, all different from the one game that you're supposed to be sitting there watching. Our news programs used to be one or two anchors reading the news as it has been prepared. And now there's a panel of anchors. There's a ticker at the bottom showing the headlines for the morning. There's breaking news every single hour. And the stock market is scrolling down the side of the screen. At every turn, there is more and more businesses curtailing their business model to our multitasking nature and proclivities. We have simply become a bunch of busybodies with many irons in the fire and our attention span has shortened because everything is trying to capture our attention. So let's look at the text. Jesus has been traveling with his disciples where he finds himself being welcomed in to Martha's house. Martha was busying herself multitasking, making sure she was indeed a great host. You see, the expectation of that day uh, is that if you were the owner of the home when welcoming guests, you would be serving and providing food and making sure that every guest's need was met. So we can use our creative imagination here and how we can see Martha preparing for this visit with Jesus. She would have been pulling out the good dishes and the good linen. Ah, we would make sure there were a variety of beverage choices and food to accommodate any particular diet. We would make sure that our house was tidy and orderly. In contrast, her sister Mary, whose house it was not, was there hanging out with her sister Martha and positions herself to be seated at the feet of Jesus. Martha was being a great host, but she was distracted and caught up in the busyness of being the hostess. She didn't pause to just be in the presence of her guest. She was so busy and worrying and troubling herself with being a great hostess that she forgot who she was hosting. How do we know that she forgot who she was hosting. I'll I'll show you there in the text. Martha, who was distracted with much serving, goes to Jesus and asks Jesus to tell her sister to help her. See, see, you missed it there. Uh, She goes to Jesus, water, walking, healing of the sick, 
raising of the dead, wind taming, turning water into wine, prophet Jesus. And ask Jesus to ask her sister to come and help her. She is in the presence of the ever present help and ask him to ask her sister to help her. Martha, Martha, you are so worried and troubled about many things, Jesus said to her. Jesus doesn't rebuke her for multitasking and busying herself. He doesn't fault her, nor does he say what she's doing is wrong or call it out to be sin. Jesus is simply saying, Martha, Martha, insert your name here. Jasmine, Jasmine, you have been busying yourself and worrying yourself and troubling yourself with many things. What you have chosen to do to busy yourself with to utilize, to cope in this season. That's what you have chosen to do. But Mary has chosen to do this one thing. Bible says this one thing is needed. Mary has chosen the good part of this whole visit and it's not going to be taken away from her. And here's what God is saying this morning. For far too long, we have been like Martha and perhaps we need to have some more merry moments in our life. We have become so busy and ambivalent that we don't even pause to sit and be with Jesus for one hour out of our week just to hear what it is that he has to say to us. We have chosen to be like Martha for so long that we don't even know how to sit and be still. Haven't we figured it out by now that there's always going to be more work to be done, that there's always going to be more to accomplish, that there's always going to be more emails to respond to. There's always going to be something or someone that is going to require our attention, that there's always going to be some breaking news or some shocking headline. There's always going to be a distraction or a disruption. There's always going to be some thing. But God never called us to be busy. Uh, when he called us to do the work for the kingdom, he called us to be fruitful. Worrying and busying ourselves with things, being in this constant state of multitasking and distraction. It's not being fruitful. God is not saying that he wants you to give up everything, but he is just saying, make time for this one thing. Make time for meditation, devotion, Moments where you can sit at his feet and be still. He's in the room. We are so busy that we're going to miss his very presence. So before I let you go, let me tell you about this one thing. This one thing allows you to hear Jesus praying and fasting creates moment to sit at the feet of Jesus so we can hear what he has to say to us. See, it's like this. In our house, our daughter got an iPad for Christmas where that allows her to screen mirror 
and cast her favorite videos on the television. And oftentimes, Gracie will sit and plant herself right on the couch with us while we're watching TV and bring this iPad in the midst where the volume on this device is now in competition with the volume on the television. And Pastor Amos can attest that there are many times and occasions where we tell Gracie to turn down the volume on her iPad so we can hear what is on the television. More often than not, her, her response to us is just turn up the TV. And we're like, no, just turn your volume down. We're not going to turn the volume up. You turn yours down. And, and what God is saying to us this morning, he's not going to turn the volume up. We're going to have to turn some of the noise and the busyness down so that we can hear him. Bible says that he can command our attention and speak as in a voice as loud as a boisterous trumpet where he can speak in a still small voice. Have you created a moment to turn down the noise? Have you created a moment to get to the feet of Jesus? Now more than ever, he is saying, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. It's time to turn down the noise. This one thing is needed. We're going to have to pray. We're going to have to fast. We're going to have to give. We're going to have to sow. We're going to have to sit at the feet of Jesus. And why? Because not only does this one thing allow us to hear Jesus, but this one thing allows us to discern. This is the only place in the Bible where we see a woman seated at the feet of Jesus. And being at the feet of Jesus is representative of being a disciple. And it's reserved usually for men. But here we see Mary at the feet of Jesus as a disciple discerning what it is that Jesus is teaching. To discern allows us to make wise decisions. It, it means then that we don't have to rush into making hasty choices and do the things that we could have avoided or do things that add issues instead of solving problems, all because we rush to make a decision. It allows us to seek the Lord about what we should do and uh, who we should be and what path we should take and what approach we should choose. It allows us to receive vision from God. This one thing allows us to hear Jesus and allows us to discern. Carving out 21 days to pray and fast is about being still and creating those moments to hear his voice and to discern. So I, I challenge you this morning to try praying and fasting, to try to hear the voice of God and to try to discern what he is saying in this season, to be able to determine how we all play a part in it. It is better to be like Mary with things left undone, since you'll know it's never going to be completed, than to be like Martha and busy ourselves with what is going on, that we don't 
have or create moments to spend time with Jesus. Sad thing is that Martha was in the presence of Jesus and missed it. You are in the presence of Jesus. Are you taking the time to sit at his feet? Or are you being so busy that you are missing him? You never will get everything done. You can turn off the news, and put your phone away, and the world will not come to an end. You can do the things that God is calling for you to do, and it will not take away from your life, but it will add to it. Try this one thing today and watch God bless you. Let the blessed people of God say amen and amen and amen. As the music is playing right where you are, I just want you to be still for just a moment. Sit at the feet of Jesus. This one thing, this one moment, this one hour out of this one day in a week is the time that God is asking for us to focus on Him. I encourage you today to pray. I encourage you to intentionally hear what Jesus is saying and discern the word of the Lord. Be still. Turn off the noise. Turn down your busyness and have a moment with him. You may be watching this morning and you don't know this Jesus that I just preached about, but I am offering Christ to you this morning. I want you to go ahead and accept the invitation. I pray right now that you allow Jesus into your heart, and I want you to pray this prayer with me. Come on, dear Jesus, I am a sinner and I am sorry. I invite you now to come into my heart. I believe that you were born. I believe that you died. And I believe that you rose. And I am praying that from this day forward, I'll be able to declare that I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. If you prayed that prayer for the very first time this morning, I am encouraging you now to let us know in the comments or go ahead and send us an email at info at stlukegarland.org and we will walk this walk out with you. Or if you would like to join the church this morning, I encourage you to let someone know in the comments where you are watching and we will reach back out to you or you too can send us an email at info at Org. I pray that this word encouraged you. I pray that you continue to share this worship experience throughout the week. I pray that you pray and seek God this week. Be blessed. 
Hey, family, we pray that this word has encouraged and inspired you. And right where you are, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen to the Word of God each and every single week. If you want to know more information about St. Luke Garland, or if you want to sew, please visit our website at stlukegarland.org. We'll see you next week.